What's going on? This your boy Chris Simmons coming to you with another podcast episode. And guys, I'm feeling good this morning. I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling real good for real. I just got me a good workout in this morning. I hit the shoulders and the abs today. So uh, the shoulder workout, I, put, I, I was working out with my friend this morning and I put him through it, man. You know what I'm saying? We was doing the seated dumbbell raises. We was doing uh, Arnold presses where you got to come in and then come out. That, that's a burner. Like the Arnold presses are pretty they're pretty intense. They're pretty tough. But we did four sets of those. And then we did the delt. We did the delt flies. We did the burnout. And man, my shoulders is feeling it right now for real. And then we did so. Then we finished off with abs. And man, I'm putting them through a 10-minute circuit. And we was pushing each other. See, it's always good to be able to go to the gym and just have somebody pushing you. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to encourage each other along the way. So I was, I just felt really good. And then I then I stopped at this place called Tropical uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, it is the bomb. Uh, I, you know, it's pretty healthy. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to uh, definitely eat more healthier. I got me a green smoothie this morning. So I'm drinking that as we speak. Uh, it's called, if you, if you guys aren't familiar with it, if you guys even know Tropical, if you guys even know the place Tropical Smoothie Cafe, if you got one in your area, I definitely recommend you go to it because it is the bomb. Like if you're looking for some good healthy options, that is the place to go. Like I got me a green island green smoothie is what they call it. And it's got like kale, spinach, bananas, mango. It's got like, you know, a mix of fruits and vegetables. So, you know, I'm definitely trying to keep my, my system clean and, and just be able to eat healthy. And I got me an all-American wrap for my protein. You know, I got the bacon and the egg and the ham. So, you know, hey, you know, I've just been taking care of myself here lately. And, you know, just remaining positive as always, because that's all you can do in these difficult uh, difficult times that we're in right now, all you can do is control what you can control. And what I can control is getting up every morning with the right mindset and just going out and executing the mission each and every day. And my mission is to make a difference. That's my mission statement. That's been my mission statement going into 2021, as you guys have heard. So I'm just going to continue to keep striving to do that, whether it's, you know, in the gym, whether it's walking down the street, whether it's through my podcast, whatever I can do to make a difference, that is what I strive to do each and every day because I don't get caught up in negativity. I don't have time for negativity because this life is meant to be enjoyed. This life is meant for you to go out and fulfill a purpose. And if you're wasting your time on negativity, you're not doing anything. You are literally just putting yourself down in a hole and it's not working. So what you have to do every day that you wake up, you have to be blessed. You have to feel blessed because you don't know when your last breath is going to be. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So when you get the opportunity today, go out and take advantage of your opportunity and make the best use of your time. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing on a day-to-day basis. I think definitely getting up every day, praying, meditating, working out has really worked for me. I don't know what works for y'all, but I know for me, that has definitely been my main thing is that I like to do in the morning. And then it has been, it's just been working out for me. And, you know, I also got my shirt on today to remind me to step forward my purpose. So if you guys are not familiar, we actually have a merch that is attached to our Instagram. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, give us a follow at Disinfecting Your Life. There's no spaces, no capitals. Once again, that's at Disinfecting Your Life, no spaces or capitals. And you can, you know, get all the information about our uh, upcoming episodes that we will be releasing every Monday at 12 a.m. So they will be up on our YouTube and our Spotify page. The link to those are in our bio under our link tree. And you'll also find the merch. So if you want to, if you're interested in getting these shirts, go ahead and get you one because I just love the, how the shirt feels and I just love how it reminds me that I got to take steps toward my purpose. And it just gives me that motivation when I, every time I see that phrase, I'm like, OK, I'm going to take little steps each and every day to get to where I want to be in this life. So, like I said, they're on sale. So if you're interested, you know, check the link, uh, check out the link in our uh, Instagram bio. And, you know, hey, like I said, if you guys are in the gym still, hopefully you guys are still in the gym or we just want to wear it out in public. And hey, that's what it's for. So, hey definitely think about it but hey but that's enough of that because i want to get into today's guest and i'm so glad that she was able to come on today this lady is all the way from the dubai and i want and that's one of the places i really want to visit because i heard it's pretty nice out there so i definitely want to come out there and check check it out see how it is and this girl let me tell you something 
I came across her on Instagram. This girl just speaks with a lot of passion. I mean, she is just wild. Like she would just blow you away with so much passion that she speaks with. She's also disciplined and very strong. I mean, we had a conversation last week. This girl can do like 45, 46 push-ups in a row. This girl is jacked. I mean, she she is in the gym. I mean, she doing military type training. I mean, she she is not playing no game. So I told her, I said, I'm gonna have to come out there and train with you one day because that looks pretty, that looks pretty intense. But I like that type of training. I like intense training because it really pushes your body. And it seems like, you know, she has that discipline to get up and go work out. And, and people who work out like that, you know, they're pretty disciplined. They got to, you know, they just got that mindset that they want to better themselves each and every day. So it seems like this is what this lady got. And I'm so excited. She has a great, she just is going to speak some great wisdom and truth into y'all. And I'm just very honored to have her here. So without further ado, let me introduce y'all to motivational coach, Lucy Duff. How you doing, girl? Hey, Chris. Hey, thank you so much for this lovely introduction. Like, I, I feel like we're pumping into motivation already. Like, I'm so excited. I have lots of interesting content I want to share with you. And it's true, like, we had a very nice interview last time. And as we said, like, we're supposed to have it for 10 minutes, but we had really good time. We had to spend 15 minutes together. And it was the first time we contacted each other. So it was pretty awesome. And I'm so glad that we're going to start today, me and you, and start to inspire others and be a good impact, and especially in what you do, Chris, with, with this message that you're trying to provide for all the people around the world and doing this podcast from different people from all over the world to send this inspiration and this message and motivate every single person in different topics that you're choosing. So let's get started because I'm super excited and I can't wait just to have another conversation just together because I'm pretty sure it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you were took the time out of your day to join the show. Now, I first want to just, you know, kind of just open up the show for you to basically just talk about you, like talk about more in depth about what type of motivational work you do in your community and, you know, just basically what type of impact is making uh, in your community as well. I started, I started my career 11 years ago, started as a personal trainer, and then I became master instructor in tactical fitness, or what you can call it military training and boot camp. And while I'm as well a boxing coach, and the way that I coach others and the way I motivate others is with mental training and physical training at the same time, because I believe that it's 80% mental and 20% physical. So my job with others, not only one-on-one -on -one coaching, just group classes, giving speeches on stages, seminars, the purpose of the coaching that I would like to provide to others, not only based on my own experience, but based on testimonials of what I'm gonna share with you lots of things today, based on true strategies. And I always, I always tell my friends, my members, my subscribers, my followers, like I never give anything or advice or a strategy or something that I'm so sure that it worked before I try it on myself for a very long time. So everything I'm gonna tell you today is gonna to be, it's gonna be a perfect strategy, whether you wanna improve your lifestyle physically or even mentally. So I own my club, the Toughness Club, for 11 years, and now I have to move to Dubai. My club is still running, but what I'm trying to do now is like everybody else, we're trying to contact with people online. Now, I'm pretty sure it's, it's kind of weird for some people, and it's so strange for me, and especially if I'm the person that I hate, like the online and the internet, and all this stuff. But you know, sometimes you really have to cope with what's going on and try to make the best of what's going on around you. Right. And you, if you have a message in life, you really have to keep going through it, no matter what are the circumstances around you. So that's why I decided I want to start coaching on a YouTube channel where people can improve their lifestyle physically and mentally through home workouts, through programs, life coaching episodes, motivational videos. I post three episodes every single week. I'm still new to that. But I thank God that people are liking it. They're enjoying it. They're starting to get used to me. Like instead of being on stage in classes, I'm trying to be online. My message is still the same. And people always ask me, especially close friends, like, what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy coaching and give tough training, group classes, PT one-on-one, or life coaching and being on stage and motivate others with different topics? And I never was able to decide which one I like for I like more it's it's all together I enjoy doing both and that's why I'm here today 
because I'm going to share with you lots of strategies where you can improve physically and mentally. And the main thing that we're going to talk about today is how you can have your mind over your body, how you can control your thoughts, control your emotions, whether you're working on a target where you can target target physically or even target in your lifestyle mentally. So we're going to discuss so many things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to actually get into, first of all, talk about, I think, when I see your page, I see you do a lot of uh, fitness and do a lot of boxing, right? And, you know, with fitness, you know, disciplining your body to work out and put yourself through training, you know, how are you able to do that? Like, what what type of mindset, what type of mentality do you have to have to be able to, like, get up and do that type of stuff? Because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people, when they see that type of training and when they see people doing that, they're like, oh, I can't. Like, it's too hard. And mm. it is hard. Like, it is hard. Like, it pushes your body to the max. Like, it, it, it literally, like, puts you through pain. So knowing that and knowing that you, when you participate in that type of activity, it's going to hurt and it's not going to feel good. What makes you keep doing it day after day? What pushes you to keep doing that type of stuff every day? One thing that I would like to point out, the, the first thing that anyone should think about before joining any type of workout, and that's what I say to my members, and that's what's the first question I ask them. What type of workout or exercise or sports you enjoy doing? Because if you're doing something that you don't enjoy and you don't love, like the first, the first punch or the first hit, you're going to have a knockout or you're going to get hurt or broken, break your nose or I don't know, just going to be, no, 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 that's not my thing. But when you love something and you have this passion for it, you, you sacrifice everything for it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's going to cause you pain, even if it's going to cause you problems in your family, just like I had to, like there are, I remember there are days when I was 19 years old, I had to sneak out without my parents letting me know because I wasn't allowed compared to them to do tough workout because I had health issues at that time, because we're going to discuss about this later. So I sacrificed everything. I even sacrificed my own life, not by hitting it, by having a fight or breaking a nose. I mean, literally as a health wise, because I know that I want to do something I enjoy. I want to do something that inspires me, that motivates me. And as you said, it's, it's all about the discipline. You know, I can tell you, like, you shouldn't give up. You should keep going. You should be committed. You should have this perfect mindset and be motivated. And even your coach can motivate you all the time. But if you don't have the right discipline, nobody can do it for you. Right. Exactly. So I'll go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, I thought you had more to say. Okay, no. I like that. I like that point um, when you talked about making sacrifices. I like that when you said that you used to sneak out because that, I think that is a point that should be brought up because that's the type of mentality, that's the type of sacrifice you need to be able to do what you love because there, you know, going back to what you said, like you wanted to do it and there were people stopping you. There was your parents that were saying, okay, no, I don't want you doing this. But you said in your own mind, you said, okay, this is my life. I want to do what I want to do with my life. So that's the thing. Like the sacrifices that need to be made, they're not going to feel comfortable. And I'm sure it, it probably wasn't comfortable trying to sneak out because I'm sure you were probably afraid, oh, I'm probably going to get caught. Or what if they catch me? Like what would happen to me then? But well, well, probably I was afraid not to sneak out. I was afraid to come back because like sometimes I have this broken nose or scratched blue eyes or I had to go to the hospital with a torn chest muscle. And <laughs> I had to face these a lot, which is which is pretty normal, you know, but it's just the will, the, the discipline that how much are you willing to, to put into that? And we're going to discuss six main perfect, amazing strategies that I really love to, to share with you of how you can be able to control your mind over body, especially when when you're, you're having these obstacles in your life. I'm, I'm talking mentally, I'm talking physically. So we're not talking about training just here. We're gonna we're gonna be mixing between training and life coaching at the same time. So it's gonna be really interesting. Oh yeah. So like yeah, we can definitely get right into that. Like I'm sure people are probably interested in knowing. Okay, what are what are the six ways that you mentioned that could allow a person to develop that discipline because there's a lot of people that 
say they want to have this, but they don't know how to. And I think that's the that's the main uh, point we have to emphasize. We have to emphasize the how instead of the what. A lot of people say, okay, tell you what to do. They tell you, okay, yeah, work out, you know, eat good, you know, get up every day. I mean, we're telling you what, but I want to know how, how to do that. Right. What 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 are some advice? What's some advice that you have where people can know how to Yeah, I'm, I'm just for, for the sake of time, for the sake of time, I'm just gonna go brief as much as I can and just point six points on how you can control your mind over body, regardless if you have like an issue or injury or whatever. First, the first point I'm gonna point about is believe in the same idea. Okay. What I mean here. This, the idea that you put in your brain, in your thoughts, in your emotion, this is what's going to guide you. Like if you're going to say all the time, I can't do that, I can't do that, or you convince yourself that I am injured, I'm feeling pain, this is what's going to happen. And next time you say, oh, yeah, I can do that, I can do that. And when you're tired, you say, no, I can't. Like This is not going to be a proper mindset. This is not going to give you the right discipline. I'm going to share it very very simple true story that happened with me back at the time when I started giving one-on-one -on -one coaching with a client of mine. She used to have a knee injury, and I know that. I'm supposed to know that, and we're working on rehab training. But her problem was the fear that she cannot squat, she cannot lunge. There are some exercises that she can't. And whatever, I, whatever kind of exercise I give her, she tells me I'm feeling pain. I'm so sure that it's a safe exercise. Then I decided I want to give her something branded that doesn't have anything to do with her knee. And she said, yeah, I still feel pain. I let her sit down on this idea. Then I came next week for another session. And then she started warming up. And the first thing I pointed, I want her to believe in. I was like, hey, you know, your leg feels so much better today. I feel like you can jump even more. How, how are you feeling? You're feeling good. She said, like, yeah, I feel like jumps are much easier today. It was just barely five, six days in between. And then I told her, okay, let's start with something that you can do. And I gave her squat exercise that she wasn't able to do medically before. But I know that now she's ready to do it. And then when she did it, I told her, yeah, see, you're not feeling any pain. She said, like, yeah, I'm feeling stronger. Like, why are you supposed to feel pain with something that doesn't have anything to do with your knee and you feel strong with doing squats? It's just I made her believe that you can do it. You are not feeling pain. So she has, I kept her believing the same idea week after week, week after week. Every single time that I, I see her, the first thing I tell her, oh, I see you're improving. You can do this. It's not just you can do this. I can keep telling her you can do this. You need to let them visualize the progress. You need to let them believe. So you have to believe in the same idea. Even though you're injured, I'm not telling you like, if the doctor tell you not to do that, just go do deadlift. This is insane. But what I'm telling, what I'm trying to say here and to prove, just when you believe in the same idea that either you can or you can't, this is what's going to trigger your brain. This is what's going to trigger to have more energy, fight your fears, and have the right discipline. This is one of them. Number two, focus on the target. People always, it's true, people always focus on the destination. Mm -hmm. but they forget about the journey, but they're related. You cannot keep always focusing on the target with just focusing on the target and that's it. No, you need to know that when you need to focus on the target, you have to pass through the journey step by step. So whenever you feel like you're quitting, whenever you feel like you're quitting, they tell you, remember why you started. Well, yeah, I remember why you started, but that, you, you cannot tell someone who's trying to give up, remember why you started. You know, it's going to tell you like, hell there. I just don't, I didn't sign up for this kind of tough workouts. I don't want to feel pain. I just want to reach my target. No, it's just focus on the target. You really need to know what are the steps and believe in them. You need to believe that this target that you're reaching is not, is not easy. So the journey that you need to take, you need to prepare your mind that your body is going to feel sore. Your body is going to feel tired. Your body is going to feel exhausted, even Let's take another example, not just only in training, even when you're when you're having a depression phase in your life, you're going to attend therapy sessions. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. You have to focus on the target while focusing on the target. Acknowledge the process. Mm. Number three, train your mind. Now, you're going to say like, OK, train your mind. How do we train your mind? There are tons of millions of ways to train your mind. Right. 
But what I want to point here is by meditating, either by breathing, by focusing on yourself, by having good self-care, having good rest, having proper recovery. This all can affect your mind more than you ever could imagine. Like if you want to train your mind in a way that you can handle things, your mind should be ready. Your mind should be relaxed. Your mind should be, you should be putting everything that you have to be able to keep going in your track. So third one, train your brain by meditating, by taking good self-care of yourself and by having proper rest. Number four, every day counts. Okay, every day counts. I'm gonna give a brief example, very small one. If you're in college and your teacher tells you, you need to study really well this year because if you study every day, your final exam is going to be much easier for you. Are you gonna study every day? Honestly, if you're at the beginning of the year and he tells you have a final exam at the end of the year and he tells you, you need to study every day to have good grades at the end. Would you do that every single year, every single day? Pretty sure not, right? No. But if your teacher, <laughs> exactly. But if the teacher tells you you have an exam after two weeks, he gives you the deadline, pretty sure you're going to study kind of every day. True? So the best way to be able to focus on everyday counts, set a date for your target. Stop having these to-do lists. I want to do this. I want to do this. I do my to-do list every day, but you need to schedule it. Schedule your target. I'm going to start this day. I'm going to reach my goal at that day. Every single day counts. When you follow your process and seeing the progress, you're really going to know the meaning of trying to work on your goal every single day, whether it was physically or even mentally, you choose. I'm not, I'm not being here very specific. Number five, the positive surrounding. Oh Ooh. boy. This, Jeez. yeah. Uh, I like that. Positive surrounding yeah. is, is extremely important for you to have good discipline. And let's take an example. Now in the pandemic, what's, what's going on around the world, it's been like over a year, right? Like the first thing people do when they tell you you're going to have a lockdown, what did they, what did they do? Like everything is so negative around me. I'm going to be, not be able to go to the gym. I'm not going to be able to attend my courses, my classes. I can't see my friends. And then all the bad things start to come around you. And the people that you're living around, everybody starts to get depressed. So if you're, if you're having a goal in your life, whether you want to go to the gym or whether you want to have a life coaching course or whether you want, even want to have a better lifestyle, the surrounding around you is going to affect you so much. You know what I did the first three months of pandemic? I'm a person that's super active. I start working out from 8 in the morning. I finish at 10 p.m. I try to hit bed at 10.30 so I can at least have enough rest so I can be able to work out in the morning. The first thing that I was aware to be able to keeping up my progress, I literally locked down myself for three months just alone. Now, it could be extremely crazy for some people. You know, I was still able to see my family, of course, but I lived alone and I put my mind in a way that these three months, I am going to create the surrounding that I want around. I have my dog with me. I sign up for a yoga journey, which I never did. I start working on my workshops. I start working on speeches that I want to improve. I start reading more books. So the surrounding that's around me is like all motivation, all learning. It's not about only the people. It's about what you're, where you're living and what kind of society that you're living and how's the mood around the house. So the surrounding is going to give you either it's going to put you all the way up or it's going to give you to the rock bottom. Number six and the last one, I'm going to make it so brief. Ask yourself. Every time you feel like you want to cut down on your goals, ask yourself these three questions and write them, write them down. How would I look? How would I feel? And how would my life change? Three things. Every time you feel you want to quit, whether you're training or you're having any kind of goal, even if you're, I don't know, you're doing a painting or a drawing, follow this strategy. Write it down. How would I look? To myself, if I was able to accomplish this, if I were able to lose that weight, if I were able to lift that much, how would I look if, to myself if I was able to go on stage and give a speech? Picture yourself. This is going to give you good motivation. It's going to, to teach you the process of discipline. 
How would I feel? It's all about emotions, right? It's all mental. You want to feel like you're wishing, I wish I did that, I wish I did that. I, sh I, I should do that, I should do that. Like, things should change from should to must. So how would you feel if you accomplished your goal? And the last one, how would my life change? Like really think of it. If you have a goal right now, Chris, and it's been a long time, you're postponing it. If you achieve this goal, how, how would your life change? Picture that. It's a vision board. It's something that's going to let you see the future. This is going to be your motivation. This is going to give you the right mentality to have a good discipline. So these are very quick six tips how to control your mind over body. But if you're just going to hear them just like that, you're going to say, oh, yeah, these are important. They're easy to do, but I'm not going to practice them because I can do them anytime. I want to know they need time. They need time and they need practice. Wow. Man, man, that was fire, man. Like, wow. Wow. Like the energy and just the thought of what you did with, with what you just said just blew me away. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like learning myself for real. You know what I'm saying? Like just the passion and just like how disciplined you are to write that down and to be able to practice that every day. I think that's the key. It's like, okay, now we understand how to do it. But now, now that people have heard that, now they got to put it into practice. I think that's exactly. the key. You got to practice it now. See, it's one exactly. thing. It's now. all about practice. Exactly. It's all about practice. Actually, these six points, uh, it's the first time I shared them in public just sorry that because I wrote them down in my, in my book, I'm Your Coach. So I decided today I want to give something for people to know. Since this, that chapter was about how to control my mind over my body, but like more into details. We're just trying to respect the time here. So yeah, it's all about practice. And when you practice things, it's not easy as it sounds. Oh yeah. And I, I, I noticed that you uh, put the book. I want to uh, just briefly talk about it. You can just summarize like what it is. Like I'm sure, like I'm sure people would Love, I, I know I probably would want to buy that for real. Like, I would love to read that because I'm definitely getting into more reading. So just kind of like talk about how, what made you decide to write the book? What made me decide to write a book? Two things. One, I'm always in love with writing quotes. I have my own quotes and it's been like years I'm writing my quotes. And in my club, I have these wallpapers stick and I have my quotes on them so I can motivate my members by reading small quotes while they're working out. And I had so much, so much notice from my members that to a point, some of them told me, why don't you do a small booklet with all your notes? And so we can have and keep them with us. And at that point, it hit me that, yeah, I can have a small, you know, these pocketbooks, or like people feel like they just want to read something to motivate them. And the next, the next point is related to my husband, who was my boyfriend at that time. That book was made in 2008, 2018. Yeah, at the end of 2018, November. And we were talking and discussing, and we're talking about specific topic that's related to uh, mental training and discipline and all this stuff. And he, he looked at me like that. And he said, you know what? You really need to share these thoughts and ideas with other people. Some people really need to hear about them. I was like, really? He said, yeah, why, why not do a small book? Very simple to read. Even people who don't enjoy reading can read this book and can grab some motivation or impact in it. Choose any small topic, very brief, strictly to the point, and just put it in their book and give it to people. Mm. And... I said like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I, I was already motivated in writing. I was already giving public speaking and, and motivational speeches. I was like, yeah, why not? But then I thought when I decided I wanna write this book, I knew that I want something more in this book. So I decided I want to share other than small chapter about discipline, small part about how to control your mind over body, two chapters about codes, motivational fitness coach and boxing coach one testimonial about one of my members how we were able to accomplish and reach her goals she she was underweight and she decided she wanted to commit to tough training military training and boxing her process her, her mindset how, how we accomplished all that and one chapter which is my favorite 
my favorite was about my hero. And my hero who, who actually literally, literally fought for his life. Like doctors told him you had 48 hours to live. And miraculously and together we decided to beat that and to be able to survive. And that hero is my grandfather. He was in the army. So he already had this damn mindset that I can fight for everything. Like I truly can fight for my life now. So the testimony was it was in that book. Like I hope one day, one day, maybe not, maybe, maybe soon, I will be able to share his story online live for the first time. Yeah, yeah so that, that that gave me this motivation and inspiration that I want this book to be not only about training, but to inspire and motivate other people. And that's a that's a good purpose. That's a good why. And the book is called I'm your coach, right? Yeah, I'm your coach, motivational coaching. Yeah, Very can... simple book, strictly okay. to the point, good impact, true testimonials, true stories, my own experience. And I even have four assignments that people can take and do so they can practice, literally practice on how to set their goals, how to achieve them, how to kick bad habits and other stuff as well. Oh, yeah. And can I get that like off Amazon or something or do I just go directly to the Instagram page or something like that to, if I want to purchase the book? Yeah, it's, it's not yet and on Amazon because I recently moved to Dubai and we have like different Amazon here and I'm trying to see how I can get my books here because I had to leave town directly. So I'm still figuring out how I'm able to order them on, put them on Amazon. But if anyone wants the book, you can direct message me. We can send it online directly. And uh, definitely I will send you one copy for sure. For sure. Absolutely. I'm going to have to get... I'm gonna have to give me a copy for real. I want to read. I, I love that type of stuff. Like where I you're read. gonna you're gonna have the original one. Hey, look, hook me up because you know, hey, I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, the whole the whole thing, the whole thing. You know, now now I guess things are there have to be. I don't know on ebook. Although I'm not yeah, so fan. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of ebook. I just love the smell of the books, you know. Okay. But really need to to get things along now. <laughs> yeah no i respect that because a lot of people like want to feel it you know they want to taste it smell it feel it and all that so I, I respect that you know what i'm saying that's great and i'll definitely be like trying to get one because i really want to read about more in depth about those personal testimonies because i feel like you know just learning about what other people have been through you know it opens my eyes up to a lot of things because you think that oh what you got going on is hard or whatnot. But then when you hear about somebody else, you're like, man, like, you know, you just kind of, you know, having, you just kind of open your eyes up to the different people's lives and what they've had to experience, you know, because so there's always people that are going through worse than you. If you think you got it bad, there's always somebody who's doing worse. So you just have to realize that and just take, and just, you know, be thankful that, you know, maybe you're, maybe you may not, you, be, you may be limited in one area of your life, but there's other areas in your life that you have, you know, positive outcomes in that you, that you can take advantage of, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, sure. definitely be loving to get a hold of that book. Um, definitely would love to be able to read more to my collection because I've been getting into reading now. I think really, I think it, for me, it's just the type of book, it's the type of book that I, um, that I read because I think it just depends on the type of book like that you read. If it's educating you and it's helping you through life, I like like real life stories, real life books that will help you benefit you like financially, you know, health wise, mentally, all exactly. That. Exactly. Yeah, and and I'm, the, the the thing about my book is that not only is strictly to point, it let you feel what actually I have to I have to share with my member. I had to share. With, with my grandpa and really he was he was kind of the, the high example for me and when I was struggling after after I wrote my book like after a few years which was like two years ago in 2019 almost and when I was struggling in the hard times of, of my life physically all what I can think about is like my grandma my grandpa mm. like he passed way harder than what I am right now and I was there to help him. So what I'm passing right now, if he can, if he was able to 
past all these obstacles, definitely I can. You know, each one has his own story. Each one struggles in a different way. Each one has his own, his own cross to carry, you know? But if you're not able to carry that cross, the Christ is not going to give it to you. He's going to give it for you to learn, right. to get stronger. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And speaking of that, speaking of carrying the cross, um, I know in our conversation last week, uh, we hit on a pretty deep, deep uh, subject. And I know that um, you've been through some pretty difficult experiences yourself. And I'm sure that's probably has what led you here to this point in your life to where you want to be able to motivate and inspire others. Cause there's always a story. That's what I find unique about sure. motivational stuff. They have a unique story. Like, you know, when I listen to Eric Thomas, you know, he talks about how he was homeless. He had a, he ate out a trash can. He dropped out of school, didn't get a degree till he was like 30 some years old. And now he's doing what he's doing with, you know, the motivational realm. And there's others like that. And I know when me and you talked last time, there was a story that you shared with me that was that hit pretty deep because you know it really made me think about man like the hard time that I went through with my Achilles injury was like when I heard your story I was like wow like you made it through that and you still are here that is a that is a blessing that is you know a true testament to how strong you are as a as a woman and, and as a person and I I would just love if you would just take the time at this point in the show to just open up about how you were able to overcome some of those challenges that you faced um, in your life and how you were able to just push through it and be where you are today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks thanks for, for this time to, to be able to share my story for the first time in public actually. And the thing is, I don't know where to start actually, but I'm just gonna be brief as much as I can, especially at the beginning. Um, when I was at age around 15, I started struggling with health issues and basically I didn't know why. And it took me around six years to discover what was my case. And through that six years, my body was actually shutting down and the doctors weren't able to know what's going on. My whole vitamins were shutting down. My, my hormones were horrible. My blood pressure was extremely low. Even sometimes my temperature is low. And I'm always low on oxygen. Sometimes it affects my eyesight. I had to faint. I had this burning sensation in my brain. Every few days I'm in the hospital and nobody was able to know what, what, what was the reason until I took the sports nutrition course and I realized that I'm diagnosed with celiac disease. Now, people who are not familiar with celiac disease, it's not just wheat or gluten intolerant. It's actually where the wheat is reached, it reached the stage where it's poison to your body. It's like literally, I cannot eat a piece of, I don't know, chicken or vegetables that's already touched in the bread. Like everything should be completely separate. I was that sensitive. So when I discovered that, and through the whole obstacles that I passed, the main thing was people know that, oh, this is Lucy, that girl that she always faint. You know, I, I had this title. I had this title. Like, I remember one day we were, one night actually we were having this obstacle course down in, the, in our village where we we're having like these church celebration and they have this one night just for all youth so they can practice like sports and have some fun games and all this stuff and I joined this and you know it's always been my favorite for tough workouts and kind of challenges so I joined this and my sister next day told me that there was a stranger behind her saying why this girl joined this obstacle course so she would faint in front of everybody I was like who's that person she said I don't know because people saw me like when I'm in the choir in the church, I faint for no reason. While I'm doing sports, they call it the ambulance. While I'm walking on the streets, I just fall down. Anything that requires kind of small effort is just shut me down. That's why my parents were completely against me to join boxing. Because every time I have sparring or every time I had like tough workout and I had a piece of bread before and I didn't know about that back at that time. Yeah, just they're going to get a call. Your daughter, she's in the yard, go get her. 
and I have to sleep for at least a week. I'm not conscious what's going on around me. I'm not able to focus. I'm not able to walk. I'm short of breath. I'm swelling. So imagine, imagine yourself living in that for around six to seven years, every couple of days. It was hectic. So when, when I realized that, I know what's going on with myself. So I start treating myself, not just by medication, but having proper diet, proper recovery for my body, for my mind, preparing my system to, to heal, to be able to accept different kinds of foods because my, my digestive system just cracked up. So what happened here, after, after a couple of years of that, I realized that I, I'm still having symptoms in my body that's still showing up, including arthritis, including bulging disc, weak joints, and, and like very stiff joints as well. So like I had arthritis in my two hips at age 20. Like why would you have arthritis in your hip and two bulging disc and degenerated disc in your back at age of 20? It's not like I wrestled or I had a car accident or anything. So I had to go to a specialist. And then she told me that that's the result of not knowing that you have celiac disease at early age. So what happens here, it affects your joints and it's something that you have to live with. Now here I was like, am I going to live with arthritis in my hip for the rest of my life? I have weak knees and what am I saying? Like I'm an athlete, I'm, I'm into sports. I love boxing, I love tough training. And when I realized that I was taking course for being a personal trainer, what, what, am I, what, what kind of trainer am I supposed to be if every time I'm trying to coach someone, my knee gets locked, I have to lay down on the floor to pop it out to be able to walk again. So here, here where it comes, where I'm star I started to learn how to control my mind over my body. And I started accepting my body that every couple of years, I'm going to see something new. So after two years from that, like around eight, around age 21, I had another blood test. I can't have dairy anymore because my system is still giving all these side effects. And then two years later, I have, you don't want to see the list of the food that I cannot eat now. So it's so much easier to tell you what to eat, literally. I just have a few kinds of things. So I, I, I expect, I learned how to expect that, now I'm not expecting what's going to happen worse. That's not what I'm trying to point here. I'm expecting that there's something in you I'm gonna learn about. There's a new challenge that I'm gonna take. There's a new story that I'm gonna hold to be able to motivate others through my own pain, through my own experience, through my own challenges. Hmm. And the biggest one was two years ago when I was just doing a very regular workout and I was doing a very easy hamstring curl. It was just kind of a warm up. And I heard something snapped. I didn't feel any pain. So I kept going normally. Like I'm a trainer, I'm in sports medicine and I felt that something is wrong. So I stopped the exercise. I kept going with like stretching and warm up to finish my workout and I went to sleep. Nothing went wrong, but I was kind of suspicious. The next day I woke up, my knee is like kind of double in size. I realized that something is seriously wrong here. So after all the examinations and tried to make long story short, I was diagnosed with two meniscus tears, degeneration and very extreme inflammation in my knee and my whole knee is filled with water and inflammation. So at the end of that, after I did my treatments, my therapies, taking the medication that I need and all this stuff, I reached a point where doctors told me that's it. I had four doctors told me, and each one is in a different. Each one is a, he's a different specialist. Like one is a therapist, one is related to uh, bones, one joints, one sports injuries and stuff. They all told me that's it. You really have to do a surgery. Your body reached the max. Like it's been over. It's been over two, three, three months. I had to be on crutches for two months straight. Mm. So you can imagine two months straight, you're putting all your pressure on your elbows. I had to keep coaching. I didn't stop coaching. My studio was in the third floor. I had to go upstairs because there, we don't have elevator. I have to go upstairs in the crutches every single day for at least two, three times, three floors. 
and coach while sitting down. Can you imagine coaching while sitting down? Like this is hilarious if you see it in front of someone. Like you're laying your leg, your client is doing tough training in front of you and your crutches are next to you. I had to do this. I had to keep coaching for eight months while I'm seated. So when the doctors told me you need to do a surgery, I decided, no, I'm not going to do a surgery because I know through my experience with my clients, once you open your knees, it's not going to be the same. So I am willing to take the long path. It took me one year and seven months with daily training, daily rehab, with working with two different therapists coming to my home. I invested in my treatment, in myself, doing two, three sessions every week, handling the pain. It was, I felt there are days that I really feel like I need to cut my leg off because my nervous system in my leg, like after a year, like you, you can literally see the difference between my legs. Like when I'm standing, you can see one leg is like fully bulked because <laughs> I'm doing on the crutches and one leg the whole time and the leg, the other one had this chicken leg. So I decided to take the long road. But after four months, I started seeing results. I was happy that I am able to try to stand again. But what happened here is the unexpected as usual. So I had a car accident after four months. It was a very stupid car accident. You wouldn't believe how this car accident happened. I was actually in a parking lot and another one she was texting on her phone. I was barely, barely walking 10. She just hit my car. But what happened here, I was putting my seatbelt. What happened here is like my neck shifted really fast. I, I didn't realize that I wasn't ready that something's gonna hit on the side. I didn't see her. So what happened here, I have a locking nerve from C1, C7 in my neck, which hit my right side of my brain and I wasn't able to balance anymore. So I wasn't able to drive. I wasn't able to walk properly. I'm always feeling nauseous. I'm always feeling dizzy. So I had to sleep. I had to stop working for a while. And what happened here, instead of keeping and going with the process and keeping the progress of my leg treatment, it actually went backwards because I had to stay laid down. So here is kind of like, I'm back from zero. My elbows can't handle it anymore from the crutches. I'm having luck elbows. My knee is, bad, is getting bad worse now because I had to sleep because of my neck injury that happened during accident. I can keep I can keep talking from now till forever about the pain that I handled, but the point is, it's not about what I, what I passed. The point is, how I was able to train myself not to hit the rock bottom. Because it's not about always you have to hit the rock bottom to be able to achieve. You have to hit the rock bottom to be successful. You have to hit the rock bottom to be able to learn something. No, that's a wrong, that, that's a wrong mentality. It's, it's about if you are in rock bottom, how you can grow and what makes you stronger teaching yourself not to hit the rock bottom. Mm. Not by going out from it. Don't even hit it. Don't let yourself go all the way down. Don't let your pain put you all the way down. So I decided I want to take the road and it took me one year and seven months to get back to normal, just normal. I'm still not jogging. I'm still not jumping. I'm still not doing tough training. I'm still not doing anything. But in this one year and seven months, I tried my best to be able to train what I can do. I was thinking my left leg has to be strong so because it's the only thing that I still have. So I kept training my left leg. I kept training my core as much as I can while I'm laying without using my neck, without using my leg because it's the center of my body. I kept training my mind. I kept meditating. I, always, I was always accepting trying to understand my body, trying to understand what my body needs to recover faster. If I'm gonna keep thinking about the obstacles that I'm gonna keep, they're still having, I'm gonna cry and lock myself in the room and what's gonna run my club? What's gonna happen to my clients? What's gonna happen to the people who are waiting for me to change their lives? They're not gonna wait for me two years until I'm recovered, they're gonna leave, they depend on me. And I depend on myself. Nobody's going to do that for me. And I was able to survive without knee surgery. I was able. Now, I still have a 
partial meniscus tear in my medial medial meniscus, but how I'm learning with it, I'm always keeping my quad strong. So you have to adapt. You have to adapt. And now I know that I am able to manage my diet. I'm able to manage my 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 weak joints, my body or whatever. You know, people tell some people tell me, don't say you have a weak hip and weak knees. You're a trainer. You're supposed to be an example for your clients. You're supposed to be the hero of your members. I tell them like, yeah, all my members know because I'm the example. They should know that no matter what struggles you're passing in your life, you can do this. I know what you're feeling because I've been there. I know how hard it is because I've been there. I know how painful it is. That's why I can help you. It's not a shame. It's not a shame if you share with others what are your struggles. This is your strength. Take it for granted. Take your strength, take your struggles for granted. Don't take them to take you to the rock bottom. I hope I'm making myself clear here. Wow. Wow, like. So, so now, now what I'm preparing myself, I still prepare myself. I still prepare myself that one day, I don't know, I'm going to have kids and maybe my kid would be born like me. What would I do? I hope not, but I need to prepare for that. What if, I don't know, my digestive system, there are some other new food that I cannot eat anymore. I can think like, oh, how am I supposed to survive with like, five, six kinds of food. Or I can simply start thinking, how can I be creative more and try to learn more recipes and just take it as, enjoy the challenge, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey that you're passing through. It's not only about the discipline, it's about the mindset that you already have, mindset that you're, you teach yourself. How are you supposed to think? How are you supposed to think to take things in life? And your mind can heal your body way more than you can imagine. Way more. Because it's all, you send the symptoms. And you send the healings. If you keep always believing that you're always in pain, you're going to feel always in pain. Even though your blood test and everything is going to be clear, you're going to still gonna feel pain. I was, I was so grateful. I was so grateful after five years of treating my my arthritis in my body i had i had to take this glucosamine and chondroitin msm pill which is everybody can take but it's something that my doctor recommends so i can keep my joints kind of safe and not don't let my arthritis to keep growing so i can just stop it here because she told me if it's gonna get worse we have to start doing injections so i had to take these pills i took some thai therapy sessions so i can give more distance to my joints and everything and I was so blessed that last year, after five years of this treatment, I did my x-ray and I don't have right hip, right hip arthritis and my two lower back discs are gone because the mobility of my body changed. I still have my left side. So I was patient to wait five years. And literally the first, when I saw the test, I literally cried in the elevator before I even reached the car because I never thought that I would be able to see that was my results in my entire life. But I put everything I have, even to change the impossible in my body, because I am in control of my body, not science, not doctors, no one. If miracles can happen, then you can be in control of your body. Wow, like, man. <laughs> That man, that didn't hit y'all, man. Man, there was no way I, had, I could cut her off right there. I had to just let it keep going because that was just, man. I mean, that really is the learning point, you know, because she talked about how she had, you know, she just went through a bunch of knee pain and just neck pain, all these, all these different painful experiences. But she told herself, because it's easy, it's so easy when people go through that type of pain. I see a lot of people just give up. They, they make excuses as to why they can't go out and do what they're supposed to do. A lot of them just sit down and, and just make up an excuse as to why they can't. They'd be like, well, 
I can't walk, so I'm just gonna lay in bed like and eat all day or watch TV or just, you know, just wait for this pain to go away. But in reality, the more you wait, the more you sit and do nothing, the more painful it's going to be. And I had to learn yeah, that as well. In my in my injury, even though it's it was nothing compared to what I just heard, but I was like, I could relate to what she said, where she said she was in crutches for two months. I was also on crutches for about two months as well. And I know how hard it was to use the crutches because they, they hurt. They hurt after a while. It sucks. But, you know, I, I, I had to realize in my mind that I had to get up and, and continue to live because this life feels sorry for nobody. If you get hurt at nine o'clock, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be 901. It's just going to keep going. So, you know, uh, no matter what you're going through, this life is going to keep going. And I, I just love how she didn't let that stop her from doing what she loved to do, which is training and motivating and inspiring others. She kept, she walked up the stairs with crutches. She, I mean, who, who does that? You know what I'm saying? She walking up the stairs using crutches. Who, 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 who does that? Like, I guess who would do that? I guess, I guess there, there are 67 stairs, I guess, if I'm not mistaken, because Ooh. like I go up there every day, so it's like 67, I don't know, times three or four per day, <laughs> you know, but what make, what make me keep going, as you said in the beginning, is that when you hear other people's story, you make, it made yours so much easier. So while I was passing through that, I was remembering my grandpa. Mm. That's that why. That's that why. It makes me so, it makes me so stronger. Like this soldier taught me how to really fight in life. It was like I remember one day he was he was holding this extreme pain. I'm not gonna give more details. Maybe we can do another podcast about that one day. But I want to send a message here. My grandpa, he, he he's like the hero of the family. I'm the strongest, I'm the strongest man of the family. You know, his his poem is like as like three times a wine. And I saw his tear for the first time in my life. He was 86 years old at that time. I saw his tear dropping down. And I was like, either I can cry in front of him. I, I was so heartbroken from the inside to see my grandpa dealing with that because my his spine was broken. Actually, half of his body was broken. But I look him in the eye, I was like, you're a soldier, right? He said, yeah. I told him, what they used to tell you when you were in the army. He told me I have to keep going. He told me, yeah, what are you supposed to do right now? He said, I have to keep going. Hmm. And I told him, were you, out, were you allowed to, to give up at that time? He said, no. I told him, well, yeah, now you're in the army and I'm not gonna let you give up. And you're not supposed to do that because you have your wife is waiting for you. You have your guardian is waiting for you that you told me you want to take care of. And this is not the right time for you to die. And I don't want you to live paralyzed. So you have to get up, you have to do it. If not for you, at least for me, for putting all this effort, because I believe in you. I believe that you can pass. It's all here. Even if your spine tells you you cannot stand, even if your legs cannot open and you're literally scientifically paralyzed, you can still do that. And now he drives, he takes care of his guardian, he takes care of his wife, my grandma. We train together from time to time. He still exercises every single day because he has this right mindset. It's everything here. It's all in the head. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All that passion, all that drive, man. Wow. Wow. That, wow. I'm just blown away. And I, I, I just love how you came on here and you just were so passionate when you spoke. I love the passion in the voice. And I can tell, I can see where it comes from. When you go through stuff like that and you're able to overcome that, that's where that passion is. That's why I see it. That's why when I saw your page, I'm like, this girl got some passion. I'm like, where does it come from? Cause you don't just get that passion, you know, just from anywhere. You got to go through stuff that where you where, when you get out of it, you just want to scream, just go like, let's go. Right, you want to just feel pumped up, and it seems like that's what you have. And I love how you were able to open up about your situation. And I'm sure there's going to be people who are going to listen to this and be like, "Man, like if she can get out of that, 
there's no, I mean, just, you know, there's other things that I'm sure people go through where they can look at this situation and be like, man, I can do it. I can do it too. And that's what I love. And I think that's the biggest learning curve is how to push through the pain. It, it's hard. I mean, it sucks. Like pain sucks. Like we all got to go through it, but it's part of life. And I just love how you got through it. And it's just been wow. Wow. I love that. But as we come to a close on the show, um, I'm going to just tell you right now that this definitely will not be the last time I bring her on because I definitely want to do more stuff with her in terms of what she does with her motivational stuff. Definitely want to put out more episodes for y'all with her on it because I really think that this type of passion is what people need to listen to. People need that type of encouragement to be passionate about whatever it is they want to do. Because whatever you do, no matter what it is, you got to have the passion. And I'm sure the passion will come with the success. Sure. If you passion, if you have passion with uh, with whatever it is you do, you're going to be successful. You're going to make the money. You see, a lot of people are focused on, I want to get money. Like, okay, sure. then what happens? You get money, then what? I mean, there's plenty of people who make money. And, and they're then, not happy in their life. Right. They're not passionate about what they're doing. That's right. There's, if you allow me to share just one of my quotes, there is one of my favorite quotes that I, I wrote it at the beginning of the chapter where I talked about my grandpa. There are days that will urge you to stop doing what you love, but it will never end your passion to start all over again. Because when you have a passion, you love what you're doing. No matter what's going to happen in life, you're going to start over again. You're going to be so happy about it. Even if you have to start from zero every time, you're going to still enjoy it. So it's all it's all about here. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's a true statement. Um, definitely what people need to be listening, what people need to hear, because it all starts with here. You got to have a why. You got to have a vision. But it starts with the why. It starts with why, with a why. It seems like your why has been your grandpa who's been in the army, who's been through difficult times, and you have seen him fight through his battles, and it makes you want to be able to fight yours as well. And that's what that's what's important. If you got something pushing you, if you got something motivating you, it's gonna make it easy to get through that pain. So I love that. And I just love everything about you. I love everything that you stand for. And I'm just so honored that you came on came on here. And I'm definitely gonna have you back. I'm definitely, I'm telling you, definitely gonna have you back for real. Definitely, uh, we'll definitely keep in touch with you for real because man, that was some great stuff. That was some great stuff. I even felt like, man, like when I was sitting here listening to you, even though you was a guest on my show, I still was learning stuff too. I was still like taking notes and mentally. And I'm just like, man, I could definitely apply this in my life as well. Knowing that you had the experience of being a motivational coach, I really think, you know, you, you should always be learning. And that's what I do. Every time I bring guests on, they have different perspectives. And so I'm always trying to learn from it. I'm always trying to learn, okay, they might have, I might see something this way, but they might have a different perspective on it. And I can be like, exactly. hmm, like, maybe I should also apply that as well on top of what I already know. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it's just been a great show. Um, real quick, I'm sure people want to find you on social media or not. Do you, where, where can they find you if they want to uh, hit you up or, you know, follow you and in, in, in the type of work that you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, if they want to follow me on my Instagram account, it's at coach.lucyduff. And on my YouTube channel, it's Coach Wusidov. That's it. And they're finally there where I share everything related to how you can have a better lifestyle, where you can improve yourself physically and mentally. So it's about workouts. It's about speeches, motivation, life coaching, strategies, like everything you need. Because sometimes you feel like you're so strong physically, but mentally you need some help. Or the opposite. It's so good to feel that you're really awesome physically and mentally. And I'm here for everybody who needs help to share our stories, to get inspired by other people as well. And thank you, Chris, so much for this podcast. I really enjoyed my time. It was really awesome. And I was so happy to share my testimony for the first time online and in public with you. I'm really glad. And I'll, absolutely, I'm going to share the link when you post it on your YouTube channel in my link bios. So my, my friends and families and followers and subscribers can watch it. And I want to thank you as well one more time for doing this message, for taking this step and sharing these nice experiences with these wonderful people that you're already 
interviewed before and I'm looking forward for a new podcast with you as well anytime and I'm always here. Thank you very much for everything. Yes, ma'am. Hey, look, listen, I'm gonna probably come out to Dubai because I told you I want to come visit that country. So, or that visit that city, excuse me, my bad. <laughs> so the visit the I, miss my, I miss my hometown in California as well. So maybe one day if I go, we get to meet up. Yeah, for sure. We definitely got to do some active work in the community. Um, I know the, the virus has made it tough for people to meet face to face, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to have a mask on and we're going we gonna to go out and impact some lives. So I'm very excited. I might, like I said, I might have to give me a plan to get out there because I want to definitely see what you've been a part of. I definitely might want to do some training with you because I know you you like intense training. So I'm going to see yeah. if I can even last through that. I, I feel like I, I'm in pretty good shape. So I feel like I'll be able to handle that. But I know you're probably going to kick my butt so I mean, we gonna we gonna <laughs> see but hey this your boy chris simmons hey it's been a great show man and i'll see y'all when i see y'all man take care well, that's right. awesome